Welcome to the Lifting Lounge podcast. Join your hosts, Josh Parkin and Jack Buffery, as they give you the knowledge and the tools to take your physical and mental performance to the next level. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, man. Josh, <laughs> might as well use your name so people know who's who when we're uh, That's weird. recording episode zero. I don't know why I found that so weird, actually. <laughs> Hi, Jack. Hi, Josh. <laughs> uh, um, I think we may as well go with this straight from the off. Um, so this is episode zero, which is the transformation episode. We've actually recorded 10 episodes already. <laughs> yeah, yes. 10 episodes already. Yes, but have. this one is going to be first. So you're going to hear us refer to this one like we're going to record it in the future. Nope. We're not. We're going to, um, we're doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> Just for a little bit of context, because otherwise mm-hmm. you'll get really confused about some certain shit as you go through the other episodes. If yeah. you stick with us for that long. Yeah, you might, you might end up going, you might end up never listening again after this one. But, you know, fuck it. We're going anyway. Um, going in. Well, going like, in. Like we're just a tip. Like, like just the tip. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> transition. <laughs> at the start of every episode, we usually give a tip. We take it in turns. Mm-hmm. Um, today, we've decided for our, that we'll both give you the tip, and that's you, listener. We're both going to give you the tip. You get, you get just our tips, <clears throat> but it's enough. Yeah, it's always oh, more than enough. <laughs> so, and and it's probably one of the best tips you'll ever have. Mm. Conjoined tips. It's be- yeah, yeah, conjoined tips, and especially if you use this one as well. Yeah. What is it? Use the tip. Use the tip. Get the most out of it that you can. Oh, God, if you're still listening, I'm so sorry. So, Um, our tip for you, listener, is just start. Just start. Just fucking do it. No matter what it is you want to do, you are going to. No, no, let me preface this. No, not, not no matter what it is. You want to do because some people out there are psychopaths, all yeah, right? Yeah, some tickets. <laughs> okay, if it's good natured <laughs> and then, yeah, start do do it. <laughs> it contributes to the goodness of yourself and the planet, yeah, and, and people. people around you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the way you go to my people, yeah, not like fans, um, <laughs> yeah. So, the bottom line is like um momentum is one of the most underutilized forces in the world ever yes. if you can build momentum then you're going to get some results you just have to start to get momentum uh don't don't wait until everything is perfect no um if you can get started you can work out what's going wrong what's going right and adjust if you're trying to plan everything beforehand from start to finish then something is going to go wrong and it's going to bring your house of cards down so just get fucking started. Preach. Yeah. Yeah. And that's with anything, not just fitness, anything. You want to start a business. You want to start a podcast. Yeah. Like me and Jack, we just fucking thought, do you know what? Screw it. We're going to do it. Screw it. Let's do it. Screw it. Let's do <laughs> it. There Branson. we go. Tagline. Um, so yeah, guys, whatever it is you want to do, that's not crazy. Do it. Yeah. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. That's don't fine. be a dick. Um, awesome. So. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Um, what is the podcast called, Josh? The podcast is called The Lifting Lounge. Why is it called The Lifting Lounge? <clears throat> because we, the first time we had a conversation about this, it was in a restaurant called The Lounge. Yes. Um, that sounds way more fancy than it is, <clears throat> but it was on comfortable leather sofas with a nice wooden table in front of us and yep. Chatting, yep. chatting about stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh why is it still called the lifting lounge? Because we're currently in my lounge. 
there you go so numerous meetings we um <clears throat> we like to chill out as well um we're we're gamers we're avid geeks and like movies and comic books and stuff like that so the lifting lounge just seems to kind of fit the way that we want to come mm. across to people yeah very true so yeah welcome to my lounge everyone uh we're all here the dogs are sleeping we're having a great time we're also into fitness oh yeah oh yeah this is that as well <laughs> yeah i mean that, that's kind of professionally what we do which yeah. might be the reason you're listening to us in the first place yeah yeah we uh <laughs> we like to pick weights up um so jack it was a big week for you it was it was your birthday this week it was <clears throat> well tell everybody how old you are <laughs> oh i thought you wanted to do that no no so, i'm letting you have it <laughs> uh, so josh was gonna tell everyone that i'm um celebrating my 55th birthday it's true and, it's true you know as iconic as that age is that is not how old i am i am um 63 <laughs> i am going to I, I was sorry on monday just gone uh monday the 16th of january put it in your diaries folks um i was 38 years old wow 38. mate look at that I feel how, bad for you how old are you josh i'm 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 29 so yeah you know i'm doing all right um <laughs> but it wasn't just a big week for you because of that you also tested a lot of lifts this week i did so for the last four months three months can't remember mm. i've been um I've been working on my powerlifting moves. Yes. Um, if you follow our socials already, then you've probably seen some of this. Um, <clears throat> I tested my deadlift, my bench press, and my squat. Um, I tested it in a three-day period, one lift a day. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of happy to see the back of it. Yeah. Um, because it was it was going to... If you think of a bell curve, it was too far one end of the bell curve, and I yeah. lost balance. Mm. Um, and that's something we're probably going to talk about in a bit as well, in regards to the photos we just took. Oh no, don't we can't. I can't <laughs> ready to talk about them just yet. Um, so what? So you tested squat bench dead. Um, I mean, are you are you happy with the result? How did it go? Um, I'm never unhappy when I test these things, but I I could be happier. Is Ooh, a good okay. way to put it. Um. <clears throat> well, we might as well tell everybody what did you get. So I got 235 kilos on a deadlift. Jesus Christ! With no straps and no belt, which I just have to put out there because you know that's something. I mean, to be fair, that is impressive. Like for me, I'm a, like all the gear I can, so I'll have a belt on. I'd probably have straps on. But yeah, and you no straps, it. no belt is impressive. It's, yeah, is I'm I'm relatively happy with it. Um, you'll hear in later episodes after this one again. We're kind of talking in the future a little bit here or in the past. How does it work? I can't oh, remember. Yeah, so you're gonna hear like there's something that happened the day before. Um, I tested my deadlift. You'll hear that on a later episode which kind of may have put a little bit of a, a damper on it but then i got 160 kilos on the squat and i got 130 kilos on the bench press um <clears throat> oh okay like i'm i'm happy with those weights but what i would like to do by the end of this year is repeat all those same weights but make them look much much prettier because they look mm. ugly as fuck yeah i mean i was there for two of them mm -hmm. there for your deadlift and your bench um the deadlift was definitely more, I think you got, because of your, what happened with your back the day before, mm. you were in your head. Yeah. For the deadlift, <laughs> it didn't feel way. like it was, but it yeah. probably was. Like, yeah, because you like, you deadlifted 230 just before, like, beautifully, mm -hmm. and then went for the 235, failed. And f for absolutely no reason, and mm -hmm. then went for it again, and it flew up. But I think by that time you had fatigued, and you just yeah. ahead a bit. Um, and your bench, um, 
was just a bit of a technical yeah my butt just came up too high mm-hmm. it should have i should have driven back with my feet as opposed to up with my feet yeah um but yeah it, it's hard so when you're when you're going real maximal lifts um it's one of the reasons you'll see powerlifters have real rituals around what they do because they want to get each move locked in i probably didn't spend enough time really locking in my preparation for each lift um so not basically the more you can kind of leave your head and still have everything technically perfect by practicing the better it's going to be i probably didn't spend enough time setting up like that yeah man there's power in treating your warm-ups like your maximal lift Mm. you know you need to make every rep the same so when you come to your max lift nothing changes in your setup yeah that's and that's definitely my squat in particular funny enough that that's where i am that's one i know a hundred percent needs to work on with that Mm. moving on to my next one as well yeah but i mean Great work, man. That's 235 deadlift, no straps, no belt is not an easy deadlift. That's a mm-hmm. that's a tough deadlift. But it has definitely come at a cost. Yeah, and the cost is? Is, um, you'll be able to see on our uh, on our socials. Oh, um, <laughs> I have been definitely neglecting my aesthetic appearance, to put Ooh. it lightly. In other words, I'm a fat fuck. Oh, my God. So we just... Just to let you all know, me and Jack decided that um, we're going to put ourselves through a transformation. Mm-hmm. And so if none of you know what it is, it's where we change our bodies so they look pretty spectacular. And we're going to break that down yeah. in a bit. We're not <clears> going to go through that yet. But what we've just done is we thought we'd do a photo of our before photos to put out on social media. <laughs> And we look fucking awful. Right I mean, now. We, we've got a good sense of humor about it. That's yeah. that's the main thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so we, you know, you're going to get to see that on Monday, which is which is lovely. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm <laughs> say it, so I don't want anyone to see it. Yeah. But you know, we're going to put it out anyway. Yeah. Um, what about yourself, though, Josh? Like, what's your training been like? Well, I mean, it's it's been a bit of a weird twelve months. So, um, I was out of training for a bit and then I got back in probably I would say actually about a year ago now I started properly getting back into training again and um me and my mate started training together and we did nine months of powerlifting wow it's a lot it was the first plan where I planned the whole I planned 36 weeks pretty much Mm. Um, and it was going really well but I injured my hip and my knee so I ended up not being able to test. Oh, I didn't realize you'd done your hip as well. Yeah, my hip and my knee. So I couldn't test my, I had to stop squatting and deadlifting. I essentially had to take them out mm. from rehab. So I couldn't test my squat or my deadlift. What happened? Absolutely no idea. That's weird. My knee done the same thing a year and a half ago. I'm not sure <clears throat> what it was. Um, I squat super low. I don't know if um, I was just putting too much volume for it at like mm. su- like mega low depths, or if I, I don't know. I, I think I'd been out of training for a little bit back in. I'd probably gone too far, um, so I could only test my bench, my overhead press, mm. and they only got the focus. So I got PBs in those two, which was nice. Um, and then since then, I've just been kind of doing just standard weights, bit of bodybuilding style training basically now just waiting for this but mm. like yourself not really concentrated on my food or anything so i'm a you know got a bit chunky yeah shall we say <laughs> yeah we're um 
we're just carrying some excess body fat yeah <laughs> yeah definitely and i think um what's good is now that we started this and i've kind of been floating for a little while without a goal and now we've got like a really solid goal in front of us and um some accountability not only with the social media but with each other yeah, yeah, i can see you every day and just say look jack you look disgusting you need to get to the gym yeah like suck it up princess yeah and also everybody <clears throat> on social media is gonna be like oh my god you can't believe you're actually personal trainers <laughs> yeah people oh. pay us money to train and while we look like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right now it's all right it's okay um, um no also self-love you know yeah, yeah. sexy but at the end of the day i think um probably before we go into what our transformation is i think it's going to be good to go over what this podcast is what we want to achieve why yeah. we're different from other podcasts and that's mm. probably going to help people understand what we're up to with this transformation yeah i mean true time. yeah this podcast isn't just going to be us slating ourselves um <laughs> it is actually you know there is going to be stuff to it and the reason we're doing this um big transformation thing is to show uh, people what they can be capable of doing mm-hmm. you know and educate people on on how to do that so a lot of this podcast um as what you'll see especially with the first batch of episodes that are coming out um we're wanting to educate people on how to get started in fitness and how to reach their goals but also have a bit of fun as well mm-hmm. so we'll be talking about nerdy shit and having a laugh and we're going to be looking at research and studies and breaking that down mm-hmm. um so people can figure it out easier and so we're massive massive proponents of strength training i mean that, mm. that's not something we're necessarily lacking as a strength side of things at the moment um but what we what we're going to show you especially over the next like four months or so um is what having a base of strength can do when it comes to a transformation yeah. as well how much it can really aid you as opposed to just trying to lose body fat and lose weight straight away um we we're we're both very in line with the fact that we think having a solid uh, base of strength to begin with is a really really good place to start yeah so just because um me and jack may not look in the best shape at the moment um doesn't mean we haven't been training and doesn't mean that we don't have you know we're we're pretty we're pretty fucking strong and um sorry my wife's just walking through the room hello wife hi (laughs) yeah so um yeah we you know we train we're strong and because we have this like foundation of strength is going to make this transformation way way easier um it's don't get me wrong still gonna be nails yeah but it's gonna make it a lot easier and because we already have a kind of solid amount of muscle mass as a baseline um mm. it's going to be easier to lose fat it's mm-hmm. gonna um you know we're potentially going to look a little bit better at the end of it as yeah. well and the, all of the reasons why and stuff they're going to be covered in like in future episodes like why muscle yeah. mass helps why strength helps and stuff like that but <clears throat> at the end of the day it one thing to bear in mind is that having a base level of strength having a base level of muscle is just going to help any goal out really i think that's mm. like one of the things and we just want to communicate the authentic side of it because a lot of people in our space would say uh, to get attention maybe not podcasting and stuff like that on social media they would be in a position we're in now Mm. and then tell a completely untrained person that oh you can do this as well but then 
they the untrained person wouldn't have that baseline of strength yeah. and stuff. So they'll see these results and think, holy shit, look how quick he done that. But we want to be completely like um, honest. honest with you and say, well, we are coming from a place of strength and mm-hmm. capability already. So yeah, that, that is a bit of a different. A hundred percent. Like our aim with this podcast is to aid you, um, the listener, in improving your own physical and mental performance that Mm -hmm. is that is essentially it that's what we want to do we're gonna give you all the tools necessary to be able to do this for yourself and and understand how to do it the right way and sometimes the right way isn't the same for everybody we're completely Mm -hmm. aware of that but we want to break down everything and get past the um just the fluff that's out there yeah the fleshy bullshit that you see on instagram that's just made for views yeah. usually that stuff looks awesome don't get me wrong we, we watch it but mm. it's doesn't usually serve a purpose no um and we just that's all we want to do we want to give you practical advice um practical tips that that serve a purpose that you can actually put to work for yourself straight away but we also want to we want to put our money where our mouth is, so we're going to do it ourselves. Yeah, hundred percent. You you just wait until you see this video of us. And oh my god, yeah. it's 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> it is funny though. Um, so might as well move on to the transformation plan. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So um, why are we doing it? Um, because I look like a melted wheelie bin right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that is a good. That is a good way. Um, yeah. Basically, we want to look, feel, and perform like mm-hmm. um, the, well, the best we ever have in mm. our life. So, I mean, obviously, there's some form of vanity in this. Mm. Like, I want to look good. That's okay. But also, at the same time, when I am... Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. When I'm overweight like this, um, it does have a massive effect on mm. my just general health um also my own uh mental health mm. in terms of like how i feel in terms of my cognitive performance or just how i, f- I feel groggier i don't feel great mentally mm-hmm. as well um one of the big uh markers i use for knowing that i'm a little bit overweight is that if i uh, run out of breath um tie my shoelaces because my belly's got into my chest (laughs) that's not a good sign is it yeah um weirdly one of my things when i'm (laughs) when i know i'm I'm okay all around is i can usually put my shoes and socks on without having to bend over to do it like i can just do it standing up without losing balance or anything like that yeah yeah Um, i can still kind of do that but nowhere near as fluidly as it would normally look um Mm. but what i do miss is my ability to jump (laughs) i'm usually quite springy um yeah like you're I say in a future episode that you you guys will hear that I'm um, I just I feel bigger mm-hmm. than I usually do and not necessarily in a good way. It's yeah. just like a, it's not it's a bit alien to me. So yeah. I'm looking forward to feeling a bit more athletic, a bit more springy. Mm-hmm. And again with you, like <clears throat> I do find myself running out of breath a bit, and I want to yeah. get that under control. I think that's something that people because people always look at it as like. Um, I just want to, like, they're just wanting to lose weight because they want to look good. Uh, Like, they should just feel good within themselves as they are, all of that sort of thing. And it's not, I don't think people understand that how your, how much different your body feels when you're at a kind of optimal shape. Mm -hmm. So when you're, you're, you don't have excessive amounts of body fat, you're in a good range. Um, 
my joints generally feel better because yeah. there's not too much weight going through them. I can, it's easier to just move around. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes a lot of difference. Um, f- one of the markers I use is chin-ups. You know, if I can, if I can't do a chin-up, I'm probably too heavy. Yeah. Yes. We, as I said, we have a baseline of strength, so we've got that to help us with the chin-ups, but it's way easier to do chin up if I weigh eighty five kilos <laughs> yeah, compared to one hundred kilos, you know. So, um, yeah. no, that's a really good point. Um, <clears throat> I think, um, like, where we are starting from now, I, I, I don't know where are you in relation to where you've been before and stuff like that. So, I think that'd be a good. Okay, so um, anybody who knows me knows that I've done this previously. Mm. Um, so I. I've been quite a really overweight and I've been tra- in really good shape as well. And now I'm kind of like closer to the really overweight than I am the shredded, but um, that's fine. So when I'm at like in good shape, I'm about 85 kilos. When I was like really, really obese, I was like 107. Right now I'm 100. Mm. So um, I need to lose like potentially 15 kilos. Some people go, shit, that's a lot. Yes, it is. But for me, I will probably lose, say, five kilos mm. really, really quickly. Just I, We were having this conversation the other day as well. Mm. Like we can, We've both fluctuated within the space of like 48 hours, like anywhere from like mm-hmm. two, three, sometimes as much as four kilos yeah. um, within the space of 48 hours, yeah. which is just, again, the fact that we've got muscle mass there has something to do with that as well for mm-hmm. water retention and stuff like that. But it's yeah there's a difference between um between like this way you track trends i guess yeah you look over the space of like five weeks or so a uh a graph of what your weight's doing even mm-hmm. two weeks and you could be up and down like a blooming yo-yo but mm-hmm. as long as the trend is in the right direction that's kind of what we're going to be looking for and don't get me wrong is this this weight hasn't just come on out of nowhere i put mm-hmm. the work in to put this weight on you yeah, know what yeah I mean? definitely and um, for me it's like when alcohol starts coming in, I'll drink. Mm-hmm. I start drinking a lot of beer. That's not good. Um, and I and then I'll just eat because I can put away food pretty easy. I, I know you know what it's like. I'll, yeah. I can eat like a whole pizza, then some ice cream, then something else, mm-hmm. then something else. So I'll put it away, mm-hmm. and it won't even feel like it's touched sides. So, um, but when I so right now, shape's not good. Weight's pretty high, and in terms of fitness levels, I'm quite strong at the moment. But I don't have any form of like cardiovascular injury. Yeah, same here, <laughs> and that's what I'm missing as well. Like again, that that breathlessness kind of feeling. I'm just looking forward to having that back under control. Yeah. What about you? Where are you starting from? <laughs> um, so I'm definitely the heaviest I've ever been in my life at the moment. I'm again the fluctuation. I'm anywhere between 104 and 10 107.8 to be precise. That oh, is really? the heaviest I've topped the scales at. Yeah. Um, just for context, when I'm at my leanest, I'm usually about 88. So that is 20 kilos. Um, what I'm aiming to get down to, um, whether it will happen in these 15 weeks, I'm not too sure. But an ideal goal weight for me at the moment would probably be somewhere between 90 to 93. Um, the only thing I'm not sure about, I've, I've got more muscle mass than I have had in the past, so I'm not sure what I'll look like at 90 versus mm-hmm. 93 versus 95. I, I don't know how that will present itself. So, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to see where that goes. Um, but the same, same boat as you, cardiovascularly, just shockingly bad. Mm. <clears throat> and, yeah, I think it's down to a mixture of, um, obviously, I was eating shitloads of food. Um, 
I've been training, but my activity levels outside of training have been like really, really low mm. for me. Like for well, both of us, we both work outside and have generally active-ish jobs. We work outside, but we're not like doing labor. We but we walk a lot. Um, but I just had a like bit of a switch and have a bit of a desk job in the meantime yeah. where I never had before. So I've been sat down a lot when I've been at home. So my activity activity levels have dropped. How many times have you heard, oh, it must be easy for you to get in shape. That's what you do for a living. And I think what people have in mind is like a fitness instructor, like a, a, a class, like a class instructor or something like that. That's not what a personal trainer really is. No. Um, our, our days mostly can like consist of standing there making sure that our clients are adhering to good form, making mm. sure the reps are right, making sure the weights are right, and just generally standing and watching them for any inconsistencies. Yeah. We're not we're not at the front of a group of people doing like yeah. a shitload of jumping jacks and burpees. We're actually paying attention to movement and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And then the rest of the time, we're sitting down writing programs, mm. um, doing the social media for our respective jobs and yeah. stuff like that. And it's, yeah, I, it I don't, time. don't get me wrong. There's no excuses. Like, oh, no. you know, we've, we've gotten the shit cause we haven't, we haven't mm. got to work in. Um, that's going to be, I think that's where it's going <clears> to, <throat> people will relate to it even more in a way mm. because we're not in much of a different boat from a lot of the people listening to this. Yeah. We are, most of our jobs is actually relatively sedentary and we're still going to get our asses into gear and sort our shit out. Yeah. hundred percent. So mm. for you, you're wanting to hit like maybe 93 kilos, you're saying? Yeah. Again, until I get down that low, it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see where I want to go. Um, for me, yeah, I'm 85. Mm. There is going to be a third person on this transformation. Um, and that's my training partner, Sam. Mm. Um, for him, we're not really looking at weight, which is also a good thing that I think is the reason I'm mentioning this is that you don't always have to look at the weight mm-hmm. on the scales. We're just quite analytical. So we like to look at all the different variables. Objectively as yeah. well, which I think is a real important thing. We're not mm. we're not necessarily like if I get to um say ninety eight kilos mm-hmm. but i look awesome fucking brilliant that's gonna be amazing yeah. i don't i don't care the weight is just it's a metric to track yeah. so we can compare it with other metrics but some people don't like to use weight on the scales as a mm-hmm. metric and that's fine so with sam um we're not really we're not going to be using weight mm-hmm. um it's predominantly just going to be look yeah and um potentially measurements mm-hmm. um so that's the that's going to be the uh, third person on the transformation. Also, I'm a bit worried because he's probably going to get a better look than both of us. But yeah, he's bigger than us, kind it's of massive. naturally, I yeah. think. So yeah, he's like six foot three and looks like a Viking. So yeah, he's going to be. Uh... He's probably going to look like the ultimate hero, and we're just going to be like, gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, uh... um, but yeah, so that's going to be fun. Um, so yeah, you're trying to get to 93. I'm trying to get to about 85 kilos. Um, but really, the focus is how we look, mm-hmm. and also just having more of an athletic feel to our yeah i think that's really important that we're not going purely for looks that is a big driver obviously because it's a mm-hmm. physical transformation but for me it'll kind of be pointless if i don't feel good with it mm-hmm. um i've worked with people before that have just just all been well you look at a bodybuilder for instance mm-hmm. they don't necessarily care how they feel as long as they can step on stage and look great mm-hmm. they just feel like shit <laughs> when they step on stage again that's what yeah. we'll cover in a later episode but um we want to look feel and perform well which yeah. i think is important to have that balance there i mean 100 well what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna 
so I'm probably going to go for a run um, either tomorrow morning, maybe not tomorrow morning, or Monday, yeah. and I'll uh, I'll v- kind of vlog track how that goes. <laughs> um, and what I want to see is that run go from me dying and almost throwing up in a hedge to me feeling like I can just casually do that. Mm. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Stuff where you just feel light, it feels easy, it doesn't feel hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's not just... Um, not just how we look, how we're performing as well. I think um, a good thing to <clears throat> to point out as well is with running, like cardiovascular capability, like the VO2 max, mm. we're definitely not saying it's okay to let it slide. When I, when I say this, I don't say, I'm not saying, right, no, it's okay to let that go, that's fine. What I am saying is it is the easiest thing to bring back. Like mm. it's, <clears throat> once you start that, it's the quickest, it's way quicker to bring back a good car- cardiovascular level than it is to say build that base level yeah. of strength so yeah i'm not too fussed about the cardio level no, once no. i get going and it'll come back quick yeah yeah so i think this is what which is where it'll be good to go on to what we're focusing on so mm-hmm. i i don't want people to get the wrong idea here because a lot of people just for me mentioning running are thinking that the way i'm going to lose weight is running um which is not um so there's a few things we're going to be focusing on over this 15 week period for this transformation. It's a long transformation. <laughs> yeah, um, so we might as well go through that. Um, first is our training. We, we designed our training plan um, earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And we're obviously say this because it is fucking disgusting. It's not very nice at all. There's a lot of, um, so phase one, phase one is going to be um, stability focused. Um, yeah. And basically making sure our form is good. We're adding tempo into our program, which for those of you who don't know, tempo is where you complete each portion of a rep in a certain amount of time. So if you've got a 4-1-1-2 tempo, that is four seconds down, um, one second at the bottom, one second coming back up and hold for two seconds at the yeah. top again. So if that's a, let's go for an overhead press, for example, you'd hold the, um, once the bar was up over your head, you would then count four seconds down, hold it for one second, up for one second, and hold it for another two seconds at the top Ooh. before then coming down for another four yeah. seconds. So um, the reasoning for, so we're doing it in, it's 15 weeks, but it's in three week blocks. So every three weeks it changes to a different style or, or it, it progresses in a different way. The reason we're starting off with tempo is, um, one, Jack's just been doing powerlifting, mm-hmm. which um, hasn't been doing much tempo. Um, it's been a lot of like aggressive lifts off the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Sam have been training and realized ego has started to come into the training sessions a bit. And we've kind of been lifting without technique. So tempo is a really good way of one destroying egos mm-hmm. because when you add tempo in, um, you can't lift too much. No. Because, well, more than what you're capable of mm-hmm. because the technique has to be perfect. You have to reach that tempo target. And if you go too heavy, you're just not going to reach that tempo yeah. target. Also, tempo is really, really good for giving yourself that mind to muscle connection. Mm. And during this, not only are we wanting to lose weight, we're wanting to at least maintain, but also build some muscle mass mm-hmm. if we can. Um, so creating that mind muscle connection whilst destroying egos is the best way i think to start yeah it's gonna be gross it's gonna be it's gonna be grim um 
yeah th- these this first three weeks especially yeah coming from where we've been coming from like you say your ego has been taken a bit over so mm-hmm. yeah i mean focusing on that tempo come from where i've been where it's just about ripping that weight up as much as, as oh. efficiently as possible it's gonna be really good for us um but it's just not gonna feel very nice no it's not it's not gonna feel nice it's gonna be hard work but um i am kind of i guess i am a bit of a sadist because i'm looking forward to it Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to just putting myself through it yeah, a little bit. It's going to be good. It's going to be a yeah. nice change of pace. And the fact that each phase is only three weeks, I think, mm-hmm. will be the next phase is just around the corner, which is yeah. which is quite nice. Um, so, yeah, with that, I mean, we are going to be training five times a week. Yeah. Um, so for me, that, that volume is going way up from what I'm used to, which is, again, is going to be quite fun and interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of cardio, I mean, at the beginning especially, I'm probably going to be doing one, maybe two 3K runs a week at mm-hmm. most, and I might just do four minutes on the assault bike when I'm in the gym um, at the end of each session. Yeah. Just to have a nice little like burn. Yeah, so anybody, when we say five ten times a week, if anybody is like is in shock of that um, and says that's too much, well, it isn't. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can train up to 10, 10 times a week if you want, but what we're, as we said at the start, we have started, we've come into this with already a baseline and foundation mm-hmm. of training. So it wouldn't be right to us and right to everybody else if we just did something that we were, like something less. If, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If we just did three days even though we knew we were capable of doing more mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that authentic i don't mm-hmm. think so yes we've come into this with a baseline of training and a foundation of strength and muscle mass so we are capable of training five times a week yeah. so um we, we, we want to get we could still do some really significant changes in three times a week but for me again it comes back to the tip we shared at the start i just like that idea of creating momentum with the five mm. times a week as well um which yeah. is going to be really nice yeah so yeah five times a week of uh, the weights and then i'm the same as you're going to try and get two times a week at least of uh cardio in one the reason for the cardio um with the two times a week just i generally want to be more cardiovascular <laughs> yeah, fit. i want to be able to breathe properly. Yeah. <laughs> and i like that feeling of that that cardiovascular mm. fitness um two it's good for your recovery especially mm-hmm. low intense steady state cardio is great for recovery mm. and you know we're doing a lot of weights so we're going to need that recovery and three one of the biggest things for fat loss is increasing your activity levels as a whole yeah um so the cardio is going to help increase our activity levels but we're both also going to be focusing on steps yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so we've got neat which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis to get really um to get really into the weeds we Ooh. do go over that on a future episode um but that's basically anything that you do outside of what you would consider um standard exercise session so it's it's activity you're getting in that isn't like gym based or you're not going outside to say right i'm doing this for to get fitter it's Mm. just what you're doing in terms of your general everyday activity yeah so we're going to be trying to get at least um i think we've set the target as ten thousand steps right Mm. so we're going to try and get at least ten thousand steps in a day what you Um, want today do you know well, today, my I'm not, my steps today are going to be horrendous because about five thousand at the moment. I really? believe. Oh, yeah. yeah, mate, you're doing better than I am. Um, just for everybody who knows, it's one o'clock in the afternoon at the moment. Um, I'm at three thousand two hundred seventy-two. So, I oh, need to, how I many? Need to start 3, I'm only a thousand more than you. I'm at four thousand three hundred ninety-five yeah. actually. So, so we're going to be tracking our steps and trying to get our steps up. So, those are the kind of 
three tools we're using to lose weight. That is, I can't, uh, oh no, we haven't gone over the third one yet, but um, training and um, upping our activity levels. We're training five days a week and we're trying to get 10,000 steps in a day. Um, and the, obviously the third one is going to be our food. Um, we're going to count calories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, counting calories, um, everyone may just kind of sigh at that. There are other ways to do it where you don't have to count, but if you want to be as effective as possible, it's really, really good to count your calories, mm-hmm. even if it's only for three weeks to understand what exactly you're actually, <laughs> where you're actually at and yeah, yeah. Where, how to move forward from it. I think we're actually the same as well. We? Possibly. I haven't completely worked mine out yet. Mm-hmm. I do need to, um, but it w- I won't be too far off. I'm I guessing. think I'm going off. I need to double check, but I think it was 2,500. It might be 2,700. Mm. I know that's a big difference. but um, So in terms of our nutrition, we're going to work out what our baseline is right now um, for our weight and everything and work out what it, what we need to be eating to reach the weight we want mm-hmm. um, and then have that deficit. So the deficit might not be that much. Um I need to double check over what my calories are and everything and work that out. I know last time I got quite lean and my daily activity was quite high. I was at a maintenance of 3,000. So, yeah, I'm probably looking at 2,750 or something like that with a little bit of a deficit. But, again, it depends. It's been a while since I've done it. Yeah. Um, But my muscle mass is higher. So, it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where I end up falling on that one. Yeah. So, that's going to be it. For me, my nutrition is mainly going to be just high protein really high protein and then um lots and lots of fucking vegetables mm-hmm. um i generally go for green veg just because it fills me up and i'm a glutton so i if if there's if i'm hungry at all it will be i'll be trying to eat everything so i'll be having regular i'll be eating four meals a day um with some with quite a lot of vegetables in to try and satiate that hunger you know so i don't i'm not fucking hungry all the time and um i'm actually thinking of getting some fiber supplements just to interesting what are you going for i'm gonna look at that psyllium husk yeah psyllium husk is supposed to be good that's what i'm thinking about as well so with my nutrition i'm I'm definitely going to be focusing on the high protein it'll be about Mm -hmm. 200 grams a day um then a little bit of rice or a little bit of potato or a little bit of sweet mm-hmm. potato are going to be my main carbs, possibly yeah. some porridge oats. It depends where you eat breakfast or not. Um, but then the fiber is going to be a big part. So I'm I'm going to make sure I eat a small punnet of raspberries and blueberries every day um, mm-hmm. for a nice kick of fiber. Um, and then just eat, like, eat greens with my dinner, especially um, yeah. mixed veg for lunch. So on my breakfast, I always have um, oats, we have some protein and frozen berries in. Mm. So that's a good like hit of fiber from those in the morning as well as like healthy carbs. And then um, I might just supplement some fiber in there just to mm. make sure I'm getting in. Because um, one, it fills you up. It's just great for your digestion as well. And I think my guts are going to be in a bit of a shock when I first start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, just, um, yeah. It's also good for helping regulate um, blood sugar as well. So you're, mm. it's really good for helping stabilize out your energy if you're getting enough fiber um yeah. it should be about 25 to 30 grams for, mm-hmm. per, <clears throat> per day um i definitely haven't been anywhere near that for the last mm. couple of months at least so yeah yeah, yeah. so that's going to be our tools we're going to use to um lose the weight one thing we're not going to be focusing on is we're not going to be doing tons and tons of cardio mm-hmm. um 
everybody thinks that that's one of the things you should be doing if you want to lose weight. That's no, that's not what we're going to be doing. Um, is there anything else we're not going to be focusing that we need to mention? Or probably not, I don't think. But Not really, apart from, um, again, because we've got that base layer of strength there already, we're not necessarily going to be focusing on building that up too much no. more as well. So when it comes to resistance training, it's going to be more of a, mm-hmm. a bodybuilding style, I would say. Yeah, and you know, there's also potential um, as we are not beginners um there's potential for us during this cut to maybe lose some strength um we're going to try our best not to Mm -hmm. we're going to work hard not to there's also potential for us to lose some muscle mass um we're going to try not to just mitigating that as much as possible that's just going to come in with our programming and with the amount of food we're eating Mm -hmm. and making sure we're not eating too little so we don't lose too fast Mm -hmm. um but um how did we i guess we better go into how we broke the broke the program down and our approach to it so we've done it in three week blocks so there's 15 weeks um three week blocks one i think the three week blocks was because you could have we could have done more than that we could have done four mm-hmm. weeks one was i think it was just to keep it interesting yeah definitely because um, each phase is pretty grim so yeah we don't mind if it's going to be grim and different um mm. but you do need at least three weeks, I would say, to have mm-hmm. that amount of adaptability. Yeah. First, the, the first two phases are focused on um, that stabilization, that mm-hmm. getting rid of the ego, that mind muscle connection, and then working on imbalances over those first two weeks. Mm-hmm. The, uh, two the first two phases, sorry. Yeah. The, so phase one, I've already said, is, is tempo. Yeah. yeah. Um, phase two. Phase two is going to be unilateral stuff. So we're going to be doing a lot of single side shit. Also grim. Yeah. One, um, because um, both of us have a few imbalances, I think. Mm. I definitely do. Um, as we said, like earlier in the episode, when I had my knee and hip injury, um, I've also previously had a shoulder injury. And I think a lot of it is just due to imbalances. So I want to mm. try and get rid of some of that. Yeah. Um, and also it's just gross yeah it's really good for highlighting weaknesses mm-hmm. when you go to unilateral stuff because if you're pushing up a, a barbell from say a um a bench press or a squat any any barbell move it's easy to make it look balanced even though one side could be pushing harder than the other so if you break it down to like a dumbbell or a kettlebell in each hand instead mm. you'll feel and see what the differences are yeah um and then phase three is going to be us attempting to try and keep some form of strength and not um so we're going to be doing three reps with back offs of 20 reps i I mean it's gonna be (laughs) sounds awful yeah so basically the 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 idea behind this um is strength and volume the three rep max we're going to go for week one um then maintain that so we're not necessarily looking to put any more strength on Mm -hmm. um and then that is really going to fire up all the muscle fibers and the central nervous system which means that the sets of 20 we do after that is going to be a nice um it's going to be the, the muscles are already going to be responsive to it because we fired it up with something oh, heavy it's going to be fucking gross yeah. to, so what we want to um reiterate as well is as we go through these 15 weeks we're not starting off with super high volume straight away mm-hmm. um we want to give ourselves room for improvement so um the volume increases slowly throughout the 15 weeks yeah. what i mean by volume is like the rep ranges get higher um so we start in at the the first kind of two phases the rep range is going to be on the lowest end of the 
muscle building spectrum and then they're going to get higher and higher mm-hmm. as we go through the 15 weeks so the last like two phases are going to be a lot of <laughs> super high volume pumps drop sets all that sort of stuff is going to be gross uh <clears throat> moving into phase four we've got um we've got pyramid sets which is um we're going to start with high reps low weight and then next set will be slightly heavier weight slightly oh. less reps and so on for four sets working from 12 reps in the first set down to six reps in the last set that's gross yeah which would be which would be gross I, I expect that would probably be one of my favorite phases, if I'm completely honest, because yeah. knowing that you're working down the yeah, yeah. instead of up is going to be quite nice. Yeah, true. Yeah, that, I mean, to be honest, out of all the phases so far, that sounds like the nicest, Yeah, which is quite nice being the second last phase, I guess, because we'll be so tired by then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last phase, phase five, is just getting shredded getting pumped yeah, and just making it yeah. grim on ourselves like so we're gonna be doing a lot of drop sets rest pauses all of that sort of stuff where it's just gonna be gross each week we've kind of almost made it it's gonna follow the same pattern but almost made it its own phase in mm. terms of the stimulus that we subject our bodies to yeah because if we were trying to do that all three weeks we'd probably end up dying yeah um, especially true. after everything else we've done um so yeah that's essentially kind of how we broke it down um what we are going to do is at the end of this transformation and you see our amazing results, which are definitely happen- going to happen. Um, we will make this, I think we'll make this available mm. um, for people to, uh, yeah, to follow along to, to follow yeah. along, um, which would be great. Um, so you can try it out for yourself, but we might as well test it first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're like Putting our money yeah. where our mouth is, making yeah, yeah. sure we know what we're talking about. Um, so obviously, we're going to get a good result out of this but there are going to be some obstacles Mm -hmm. so yours is going to be the the most obvious obstacle which is going to come in march yes so in march i'm going away for a week's holiday Mm -hmm. um that's been booked for a while i'm going me and my wife haven't actually um been abroad together since we got engaged in 2017 so we're Mm -hmm. going away um well excited but it is halfway through a transformation which is a bit nuts so i'm um, my what's good about this holiday is it is an active holiday um we're going to madeira and it's like a volcanic island so there's lots of places you can hike to and stuff like that mm. so that's going to be quite good um and i am although i won't be able to do weights um i will be able to do some form of bodyweight circuit stuff like that in in the apartment i'm in so perfect yeah, yeah. and that'll be really good because um again we speak about this in a future episode i know it sounds weird saying that but we've already recorded it um we speak about ways to get started even if you don't have access to a gym and this is going to help prove the point that you don't need especially for a little time like a week but i would say you could even get away with doing stuff like that for up to three maybe four weeks mm. and probably still make progress in a way because it will be a different stimulus for you at that point have we worked out what phase that's going to be by the way i can't remember what oh phase i'm not be. sure i need to figure that out but it's one of the real grim ones and you get to avoid it fucking hope so well it's not that far away so it's, no. it's on it's like just over a month away so it'd be potentially at the end of strength and volume one it'd be the start of strength and volume one maybe um, um okay with that i need to actually figure out 
if you can take protein abroad of you, because that'll be really helpful while I'm away, because I might not be able to get my protein goal every day, depending on what the food is out there. Yeah, there'll be loads um, of fish and meat out there. You'll be but fine. It depends on if, because I'm not sure what old taking protein powder would be like on a plane, because <laughs> they might think it's something else in the I bag. I sent you that picture that one of my clients sent no. me last week. She, um, she's got. I've never not tried this. I need to try it. Clear whey isolate, which oh, yeah. is basically protein powder that mixes up like a squash as opposed yeah, to a yeah. shake. Um, and she took a week's worth. So she took five little plastic baggies with her for love of this. And she said, I really fucking hope I don't get pulled over by the police. Yeah, yeah. It looked like yeah. bags of drugs, but yeah, yeah um, I did do that. Take them in little baggies on the plane. Yeah, that'll happens. be interesting. See how that goes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's probably my biggest obstacle. Other than that, we've got the standard stuff. I mean, we both have jobs. We're both busy. So mm-hmm. time's going to be a big one. Fitting in five days a week of training plus cardio plus activity, like steps, tracking food, all of that. But, you know, we just have to prioritize. Yeah, the way I look at this, like we are at our core, we're massive propon- uh, proponents of stuff that people can do with longevity in mind and things that you know you can fit easily into your life Mm. and stuff like that but for this i'm approaching this like a challenge like it's it is a suck it out princess moment it's like come on bitch you can do this just get on with it Mm. get it done it's only 15 weeks um and it will have the the results are going to be way longer lasting than 15 weeks yeah so that's the main thing um we're not always that real tough like boot camp um mentality with our training i'd say we're we're almost the opposite we're more like okay this is how you're going to be able to do this to be effective for the rest of your life so yeah um i thought i'd just point it out because it's it's very common for trainers to be beast mode all the time at least present themselves that way and that's kind of not what we're about no i think and also what what we i want to implement during this is the habits that can help me do this for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So and I don't mean cut for a lifetime, but being like this shape for a lifetime or being able to monitor things for mm-hmm. a lifetime. So it's creating good productive habits that allow me to make sure I'm on top of my food all the time and it's and it doesn't become a burden. Mm-hmm. So it's just working out like what time is best to do these things, you know, prioritizing your time. Mm-hmm. Like I said to you earlier um before the podcast about I'm not sure when I'm going to be able to fit my cardio in. Well, if I sort out my sleeping routine and I get up early enough, I can do I can do yeah. some stuff and get it sorted early in the morning before no. I have to worry about anything else. So it's just managing the time well. And then like we've said in which you'll hear in one of the other podcasts is when you manage your time well, you create more freedom yeah. elsewhere. So 100%. that's that's the kind of goal with this is it's not just a transformation of our bodies and our fitness levels, but also just my general life in terms of productivity and everything else. And, and that's the thing because we will feel better. We will feel like we can fit more into a day as well. Yeah. Um, also, another bonus that I didn't really think about until right now is the fact that, I mean, we're recording this on January the 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the time we're like six weeks in, we're going to have more daylight as well, which also oh, makes a yeah. difference. So here's the thing, guys. Use whatever resources you have to mm-hmm. help you push further when you need to. Um, you know, when it's when it's winter, um, you're going to have to dig deep to, to achieve results. But then when it starts getting sunny, use that. Like when it starts mm-hmm. getting more daylight, use that. Um, I think you're a fool if you don't use whatever resources you have to hand yeah. to, to utilize. So there's um, some things we're not going to be doing. Um, you'll see with some cuts, 
what people do towards the end of the cut is they might do a water cut, stuff like that, to try mm-hmm. and make themselves look better towards the end. We're not going to do that. Right. Um, we decided we don't want to do anything like that. We just want to do it as naturally as possible. Just... So we can maintain it at the end, basically. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, we don't want to fool you guys with a results picture mm. that looks completely different to what we actually look like. Um, not saying there's anything wrong with doing a water cut, but if it's just a water cut for a photo shoot and you, you, you're doing some modeling or something or you're going into a sport where you need to drop even more weight, that's fine, whatever, but it's not what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. It's not what we're yeah. about, so we're not going to do that. Um, but what is a really good topic, because it's something that everybody's going to bring up, and it's some question I get asked a lot, is about like whether or not, once we've got to the physique we want to get to, one, where are we going to go afterwards? And two, can you maintain that? So there's been loads of studies come out in the last three years or so that have said to maintain the results you get from resistance training, which is weightlifting or anything, body weight, stuff like that. Um, it only requires literally, I think it's something like 30% of the effort it took you to get there in the same place in the, in the first place, um, which is just insane. So I think that should be enough to encourage anyone to do something like like a challenge maybe or just a, a nice um a nice eight months to a year of resistance training to get yeah. themselves in a good shape because once you're there you probably have the bug for it anyway then and yeah. it's also way easier to maintain yeah no it's definitely maintainable um th- so i've done this before um which is where i think a lot of people ask me all the time so i've done this transformation thing before mm. and i've obviously bounced back to being overweight again but the reason I bounced back was because um, I quit being a personal trainer at the time and I went and worked um, at a hospital and I stopped training and I started eating loads of shit mm-hmm. and I had a really high stressful job, you know. So the only reason I fell off the wagon and then got back to being overweight again was because I didn't train mm-hmm. and because I ate loads of shit. Yeah. So, yes. It's, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was going to happen. So mm-hmm. if you my, So my goal after this is to maintain the weight for the rest of the year yeah. um and when i say maintain um so I'm, my goal is 85 but my goal is essentially just where i've got abs um and if i've got abs at 85 great so um get 85 and then when i say maintain the weight i mean 85 plus two kilos either side you mm. know so like, i have a buffer um but to maintain it for the whole year one to give my body a chance to be used to that weight but also to to prove to myself and everybody else that yes it is maintainable mm. for the whole year and i'm not going to be maintaining it by being super strict the whole time i'm just going to maintain it by monitoring and being aware of where i am and still training because training should be for life it shouldn't just be for a challenge you yeah 100 no i agree completely and that's a good way to look at it mm. um <clears throat> i'm personally going to go so after this transformation um program i am gonna do another powerlifting phase um mm-hmm. i'm going to do a meet in october so a meet is a powerlifting competition um and i'm going to aim to do it healthier so i want to hit the weights i've got already this year mm-hmm. um i've already said i want to make them look better but i also want to do it at much lower body fat percentage so i'm still healthy as i do it so you want to maintain the shape whilst being strong yeah yeah that's it and that will that will have profound good effects to what I do then after the powerlifting phase as well. So yeah, um, yeah it's still maintain as much strength as I can. 
I'm not going to be too fussed about being shredded, but mm-hmm. I want to maintain like something between a 32 and a 34 inch waist whilst mm-hmm. I'm doing it, mm-hmm. uh, just to make sure that I know I'm not carrying too much body fat around my yeah. midsection and stuff. Yeah, a big one for me also for maintaining the weight is that um, I need I need a full wardrobe of new clothes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to buy a new wardrobe of clothes once I get in shape. Mm-hmm. So I can't get overweight again because yeah. I'll need new clothes again. <laughs> joggers everywhere if yeah. you get overweight again. Yeah, exactly. yeah no, I like that. So with mm. the powerlifting, that's really good. So just to maintain that weight but still be a strong, make yeah. everything smoother. It's just healthier, man. Yeah. It's just... Um, that's brilliant. I'm actually going to be doing opposite form of training. I... One of my big goals is to be able to do muscle up mm. and being lighter is going to make that a lot easier. So I'm going to go into a little bit of calisthenics um, alongside like just weights as well. But mm. I'm going to try and do some calisthenics style training after this challenge, which I think will be fun. You'll be in a perfect position to do that because your strength to weight ratio mm. will be so much better than what yeah. it is now as well. So that'd be really good. Okay, yeah, I think that'd be really fun. I mm. do that kind of style of stuff. Just some moves I think are really cool. And I want to be able to do them. Mm. I'm also being a big one. Um, and I'm pretty sure Sam, who's doing this transformation as well, afterwards, he wants to go back into powerlifting. Oh, really? And he wants to compete as well. So I Nice. Think, yeah. Oh, God, he best not outlift me at a competition. I will not. Well, be I, you know, <laughs> so the thing with Sam is, is he's, we've been training for years. He's really new to training. Mm-hmm. Um, he's now been only solidly training for about a year and a half. So he's still getting newbie gains. Mm-hmm. So he's got potential, man, to get strong yeah, as absolute, far. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of my clients are quite surprised. Like my my larger clients, and I don't just mean in body fat percentage, but I also mean in mm. height and general size. They're quite surprised when I say to them, you know, like if you were to train as much as what I do for as long mm-hmm. as I have, you will outlift me like mm. so easy. And they're like, "What were you talking about?" I'm like, mm-hmm. laws of physics, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. The, these guys, they have a lot of potential behind them. So I also think it's the curse of the personal trainer sometimes because um, a lot of personal trainers don't spend enough time in one discipline. Yeah. They jump around. So that might be my problem. I mm-hmm. jumped around between too many different things because I get so excited and see a different style of training. Like, oh, I want to do that. And I see another one. Oh, I want to do that. And oh, I want to do that. I'm not too fussed, man. As long as I've given it enough time to have an effect that I take through to the next phase of me, I'm yeah. not too fussed about that because I, I always like the idea of having a varied base of um, of movement and capabilities mm. and skills behind me. So as long, again, like as long as I've given each one, say, like, 12 weeks or like a 90 day kind of thing yeah to reap some rewards from it and then i use that as carryover from whatever i do next mm. and yeah i think that'll work quite well well um i think there's not much more to go over and also no. this was meant to be a short episode it was yeah it's still been an hour long so uh, yeah just chat shit for an hour mm-hmm. um but this is this essentially one is episode zero of the podcast so welcome to the podcast everyone but it's also our accountability episode mm-hmm. say look we're doing this challenge. This is what we're going to do. So we're going to keep each other accountable. But anybody who's listening and um, isn't a knob <laughs> and wants to help keep us accountable, fucking message us. Yeah. Yeah, do it. You can reach us on all our socials. Yeah. Uh, you can reach me on Jack from the Lifting Lounge on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. You can reach me as uh, Josh from the Lifting Lounge on Instagram. I think my TikTok is that as well um and if you want to find um the podcast on social media it's um the lifting lounge pod on instagram 
and it's the same on TikTok. And we're also on Twitter as the Lifting Lounge PC. Awesome. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Episode zero. Episode zero done and dusted. Um, and just a little heads up, like in future episodes, we go down some geeky rabbit holes as well. So we haven't really touched on that in this episode. But if you're into a little bit of pop culture stuff, mm. anything to do with movies and gaming, we mm. tend to start off the episode speaking about that sort of shit as well. Yeah. Happy days. Excellent. Until next time. See you later. See you later.